0: Hello. It is Thursday, December 1st for us here in the United States. If you are watching or listening to us uh, you know, in Australia, well, it's Friday afternoon for you, so TGIF to you. We are here tonight to discuss episode 5 and 6 of the Challenge Australia. Very, very exciting. And uh, yeah, I mean, let's just get into it, right? I mean, yeah, let's, let's just, do it. Let's just do it. Hello again, my name is John Dunphy. I'm joined by my very best mates in the whole wide world, Kyle Petty and Gina Morgino. Um, We're StratChat, your favorite reality TV podcast. So if you want to find us on the socials, you can do so at StratChatPod on Twitter, Instagram, you know, places like that. Or you can go to our website, right? We have a a nice website, www.stratchatpod.com. All right, let's get into this. We got two episodes to talk about tonight. Uh, and they, you know, they were good episodes, right? I think we opened up. Johnny yeah, and yeah. Cyrell were just eliminated uh, by Connor and Megan, and uh, you know, there's two, there's two sides in this house, right? We got, we got Sugar, Grant, Emily, Ryan on one side, uh, and then we really have the Batchy Alliance. There are some people that are sort of in the middle, like Troy. Um, but it feels like the Batchy Alliance is just absolutely running things in this house. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's interesting. Like, what, what do you guys think of these these lines that have been drawn? What, what do you, how do you feel about these these two alliances? Any thoughts? I mean,
1: no. I mean, they just they just have the numbers, you know. Yeah. And, and they, I, you and know, they we're... seem to understand how the game is played, and they they kind of right. they have they the upper hand, you know.
0: Right. And I know we're not, we're not as familiar with, you know, with, with these people and, and with some of these Australian shows and stuff. So like, I, I, I kind of want to look at the breakdown here. Like, like do the batchy people, even from the beginning of the game, I, I'd be curious to see, like, did they always way outnumber every other group in there? Like I know Connor, right. is from like master chef or something like that. Troy is mm-hmm. uh, you know, is, is Ninja, right. Australian Ninja warrior. Like, I feel like they're one-offs almost, right? Like they I, Marley, right, is the only guy from Big Brother. Um, but I feel like the Bachelor Alliance, they came in with just like such an overwhelming advantage, in my opinion, right? Yeah. Am I am I missing any shows though where other because the other thing too is like I feel like you hear about somebody like Kieran, right? It seems like he has a connection with almost everybody in there because at some point he's dated them or hooked up with them or something. Um I, I'd be curious because I know in the challenge USA. We had, you know, only the Amazing Race was the small alliance. They only had three. But every other show in there, whether it was Big Brother, um, you know, or or something else, like, they had seven or eight people for their alliance. Um, So I'd be curious to see what the breakdown actually was at the start of this game between Bachelor people and then everybody else.
2: I mean, I feel Um, like I remember when we were doing everybody's, like, intros or whatever, that it was overwhelmingly Bachelor or Bachelorette or Bachelor in Paradise.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I and I, I I gotta say I've started to get a little annoyed by that. <laughs> I'm gonna be totally honest, um, because it feels now like it's just okay. We're watching people from The Bachelor <laughs> play the challenge. That's mm-hmm. what it's starting to feel like to me. Yeah, but like, well, Grant came from Love Island, didn't he? Mm-hmm.
1: Like, there is that, and Grant is kind of in the mix a little bit, but yeah. And, like, Ryan was so Married at First Sight. like, But, yeah, it does feel like a lot of these one-offs only have themselves. Like, mm-hmm. at least with the Challenge USA, we had the Amazing Race. And, like, yes, three was small in that world, but at least they were multiple.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't think there was anybody yeah. in USA that was on their own, totally. Right, right,
0: right. And I feel like with the USA, it just made it – um So that like, there could be multiple sides, multiple alliances. We're like, there are multiple alliances here, but it feels like one alliance is like four people and the other alliance is like 12.
2: You know what I mean? To be fair, in USA, it felt like we had 12 people from the same season of Big Brother. They just didn't want to work together. (laughs)
0: That's true too. That's true too. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But honestly, for this episode that's really all I have before we go into the daily challenge. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything else, but we can yeah. go right into the, uh, the challenge, which was, yeah. <laughs> which was buddy blinders. Um, buddy blinders. Yeah. Which was the same as peaky blinders that we saw in challenge 38 rider dies. Um, in an episode we just talked about a little while ago. Um, but I'll just run through it again for our, our you know, our Australian friends. Um, so basically, the pairs would start at their board, where they would have, they would eventually have to solve a puzzle, but they'd have to run from this board down a pathway to this other station, where one partner would have to stand on this pole and balance on it, right? And then their other partner, while this while one person was balancing, the other partner would have to climb up this ladder, look at this puzzle that was revealed through the blinds, uh, and then they would have to see as much as they could before they then ran back uh, after their partner lost balance, they could try to solve this puzzle. Um, I have to tell you, this was not a contest. This was not a contest at all where we had, you know, a couple teams that were close in challenge 38, Ryder dies. uh, And this one, Connor, who we continue to hear people call the weakest, Connor and Brittany absolutely destroyed this challenge. It was not even close, um, which – this then makes what is this Connor's second daily challenge win? Yeah, an elimination win, right? Yeah, yeah. he's he's now had a he's now had a uh, a daily challenge win, an elimination win. I mean, he's just the for the person you know for the person that everybody's calling the weakest. Um, <laughs> oh my god, Matt!
2: <laughs> oh no,
1: I'm doing the best I can.
0: <laughs> oh man, but yeah. Connor in there is, is just getting wins left and right over here. So I don't know why anybody ever thought he was the weakest, but he was given mm-hmm. that label and he just continues to win and get power uh, and make moves in the game. So, um, yes. So now after this, we had the, the race to just not be last. Right. Um, and in this, uh, in this competition, Grant and Brooke B were the ones to come in last place. So they go straight to elimination. Uh, Now, we see Connor and Brittany talking with Grant and Brooke B. Connor and Brittany explain that there's really only one team that they can choose for elimination, uh, which is Ryan and Sugar. And that's because every other team has a batchy alliance member. Um, And I actually do have a picture for this because they put up a great graphic at one point. Right. They showed this during the deliberation. All the teams. Yeah. 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 Right here. Mm. Yeah. So the the losing pair, of course, like we said, was uh, was Grant and Brookby. That's at the bottom. I had to cut that out to get the rest of it in. But if you look at these pairs, right, um, Kieran, Batchy Alliance. Next one down, Kiki, Batchy Alliance, right? Megan, the Batchy Alliance. So the only team, really, that they could choose was Ryan and Sugar, Mm -hmm. Um, which also kind of makes me feel like I'm tired of this Batchy Alliance.
2: (laughs) Right. If it allows for only one team to possibly be, like, That's a lot.
0: Right. Like the fact that there wasn't even like one option that could, you know, one second option. There's not one other team.
2: Even if that team wasn't automatically in Brooke B is from the bachelor.
0: Right. 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 Um, But Grant, he did try to pull something here because Emily has been taking notes. Uh, He pulled out a piece of paper at this little deliberation. Um, and says, you know, Emily's come up with this mastermind plan. Uh, and Grant says that Connor should put Troy and Kiki in because Troy had put Connor in the previous week. Um, and, you know, it, it, so they were trying to to work something out here. But uh, that Batchy Alliance, they're strong. They're very, very strong. It's, uh, yeah, I, I, that's that's part of the reason why I'm kind of getting a little it's still good. I like these people. The challenges are fun. I'm getting a little bored with this, though. (laughs) I gotta be honest. I gotta be totally honest with you. Damn. What do you think about this, though? Any any thoughts? Or do you want to move on?
1: No, I mean, it it is boring when one alliance just steamrolls another. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that's always boring.
0: Yeah. But uh, you know, at this point, Connor and Brittany, they, they seem to be pretty set on putting Ryan and Sugar into elimination against Grant uh, and Brookby. So uh, from here, the challengers decide they want to have a little house at the party. And, uh, oh, wow, a little house at the party. Do you hear me? A little party at the house. <laughs> I didn't My even goodness. question
2: it if it makes you feel better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they decide to have a party at the house instead of going out. Um, the Batchy crew is definitely feeling good. Um, but everyone outside of that alliance, and there are that there are not many of them. Uh, they seem pretty miserable. There's a point where Emily actually tries to go uh, to try to like talk to some people, maybe try to change things for her, change things for you know her alliance. She tries to talk to Conrad and Brittany, like blew up at her. Uh, if you remember this conversation, they they really kind of got into it here, um, and, and like I felt bad for Emily here because it's like what is she supposed to do, like. Mm-hmm. There's one side of the right. house steamrolling her alliance. She's trying to talk to people and talk game and make some moves and maybe change things in in favor for her and her alliance. Uh and Brittany kind of just like went after her. Um do you guys have any any thoughts on this conversation? Uh I felt like she was like really kind of attacked here, Emily.
2: Yeah, she was.
0: Yeah. To the point where she just got up and left and it's like you you can't even feel comfortable in the in the backyard of the house that you're at where you know, everybody's throwing a party, and and like, I don't know. I felt, I felt really bad here. Uh, Brittany was kind of saying that her and Connor, like, they can play how they want, and they, you know, they can do what they want, and I felt like, but so can Emily. If you guys can be so, like, open about it, it's like, and what? like, right, like, the Batchy crew, they just feel like they just run everything here. If anybody speaks against them, if anybody tries to play any game or make any moves against them, it's like, how dare you, <laughs> you know? How very dare.
1: How absolutely dare you (laughs) the thing is like i feel like it's also uh, the australian way to not get involved in these social conversations and i feel like that's part of it like they don't like to play the game like this like they like it to be just like honor based and like competition based and like anytime you start talking about any kind of backstabbing or anything like that like the social slash political part of the game that we value I don't think they do hmm
0: yeah that's true Yeah, it's true I see I do think it's uh interesting also though like Troy in particular is very interesting to me um because he's so in the middle and I feel like we're going to talk about him more on the next episode. So maybe I should really save this for that. But like Troy is in the middle, but seems to have like, he, it seems like he has no choice at this point because of where the numbers are. You know what I mean? Like I would love, I would love to see Troy just kind of like be like, no, I'm not going to work with the batchy batchy crew, but I feel like he doesn't really have a choice. And we'll get Mm -hmm. into that more later, but um, honestly, like, All we really have to get into now is the arena there wasn't much else that happened in this episode honestly Mm -hmm. um and like we were saying earlier connor and Brittany, like we knew they they would they choose ryan and sugar uh to face grant and brookby in elimination Uh, and this elimination was ball and chain which we saw in the challenge usa uh, as an elimination um so in this uh in this elimination we had a, a wall Right. On either side, there were these, these uh, six hooks uh, and each hook had a question above it. So the uh, the teams would have to then run, find the correct answer in the chained up balls. They were all numbers. Right. They had these questions. They had to answer it was, You know, how many uh, was how many states are in Australia? Things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were all numerical answers. And uh, so one partner would have to you know, once they thought they had the correct ball and the correct number. One partner would have to lift the other up so that they could get this ball up on top um, in the correct spot uh, on top of this this wall that they had. And the first team to answer all questions correctly wins. Very simple, very straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it went back and forth a little bit. It seemed like it was kind of anybody's game. Um, but at the end of it, Brooke B and Grant ended up taking it. They won the elimination, uh, which we thought meant that Ryan and Sugar were eliminated and would be going home. But we were not correct if we thought that because Bryony announces that there's a twist. No one is going home tonight. How do you feel about this? The fact that nobody was going home tonight. Did you like that? Like we had a whole elimination and just
2: just the losers
0: got to stay. Stupid.
1: Stupid. What a waste.
2: I was pissed total... because I had already highlighted them on my draft sheet and then had to panic on how to unhighlight them. <laughs> <laughs> it just was
1: a total waste of time.
2: Uh-huh. I don't
1: like knowing that
0: I invested 40 minutes in something that doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 Well, especially when we get to the end of the next episode and we see what happens, but we'll <laughs> we'll work our way through that. Uh I did I you know about to get into it but the next on was very exciting for this because we knew there was going to be some fireworks uh immediately um they kind of showed us it almost looked like there could have been a fight of some kind um it ended up not being as dramatic as as the next on made it look of course but let's get into episode six now anybody else have anything on episode five before we move on Mm -mm. okay okay no so now Episode six, we pick up back in the arena uh, where we see Grant and Brooke B. Uh, what's Matt got to say? Australians love their non-eliminations. It happens in Survivor AU at least once a season, and it's just awkward. And we did see a lot of non-eliminations or non-evictions in Big Brother Australia, too. They brought yeah. a lot of people back that everybody thought was gone. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, But So, episode six, we pick up back in the arena. And we find out, Brian, he tells us, Grant and Brooke B, because they actually won the elimination, uh, they get to choose whether or not they want to stay together for this next daily challenge. Or if they want to split up and choose new partners. Or not choose new partners, but just receive new partners. Uh, Grant kind of takes a little bit of a shot here at Brooke B, which was definitely not smart. Um he says he wants to be with someone else. Brookby also says that she wants to be with someone else. But Grant makes it a little personal here. Uh, says that he wants to be with someone that's up to his standards in the game. And I feel yeah. like if... Right. And I just feel like if you are in the weaker alliance that has less numbers, don't make comments wow. like that, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't do that. Wow. Um, but so they split up. And then we find out that the algorithm... In this episode, is not this big board that flashes and just chooses names at random? (laughs) At random, Uh, actually, Connor and Brittany would be the algorithm, and they would choose the pairs for this episode. Um, What did you think about this? Like abandoning the? I I know what you know. We all kind of think it's fixed, right? That it's not. This is not the perfect algorithm that just randomly happens to pick the partners that you know work out so well. But what did you think about this? Did you do you like? That the winners uh, of the previous challenge that you know that they get to pick the new pairs, or would you rather see the algorithm choose those pairs? Do you have any any opinions, your thoughts on that? I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was fun. I liked I, I, it. I
2: wouldn't want to see it all the time, but yeah. it was interesting as like a one-off.
0: Here's the thing for me: I liked it, but I think that I would have liked it more if the house wasn't so lopsided. Like if things were more mixed up and it wasn't so clear cut, the lines drawn, you know you know I, I think I would have enjoyed it more but it, we it was clear exactly what Connor and Brittany were gonna do right <coughs> immediately, you know um, so now we leave the arena, we go back to the house and uh, Brittany's birthday it's Brittany's birthday Woo-hoo! and they're supposed to celebrate. Yeah, right. They're supposed to celebrate with a yacht party. But before they can even leave the house, Conrad and Ryan get into it to the point where it gets so heated uh, that the trip is totally called off. (laughs) (laughs) And the lines, they they could not be more drawn in the sand than they are. I mean, these alliances hate each other. That's why I wish that they just weren't so lopsided um, because... It's just, like, so overwhelming. I mean, like, the Batchy crew is just dominating the season yeah. so much. Like, It's just not um, fun that way. Yeah. And it was because of this whole, like, little alter- altercation here that, like, when Bryony showed up at the house, I didn't think it was going to be what it was. Did you think that, like, she was going to co- cut, uh, that they were going to come was in? Getting,
2: that someone was getting sent home.
0: Right. I well, I didn't think that anyone was going to, uh, like, get sent home. But when Bryony showed up, I thought that they were going to kind of give, like, a warning mm. to the house house guests and kind of say like you know just be careful because if you are you know if you get into any fights if anybody touches anybody any physical altercations like you're gonna go home that's well, what my, I my, my
2: only frame of reference is like anytime that i've seen tj come into the house someone goes home <laughs> so i was like oh no but someone's getting kicked out
0: exactly because i feel like once you know once something happens like that normally uh like the hostess they don't just they don't just show up at the house for no reason. So when right. Bryony showed up there, I really thought that like when, when Bryony showed up, I really thought that they were going to just give some kind of warning. Like, you know, just be careful. We saw what happened. You know, make sure it doesn't happen again. Something like mm-hmm. that. Um, but Bryony did not show up to give any warnings or to send anybody home. Bryony showed up to let everybody know that you have to be ready to compete at all times in this game. Um, and they told the house that you're going to get picked up in 10 minutes. We're having a night challenge. Uh, so they had 10 minutes to get ready. And then they were put into the back of this big truck. No windows, no nothing. It was pitch black in there. They were just being driven somewhere. Uh, and we found out that this was actually a challenge that we saw on the Challenge USA, which was called Getting Tired. Getting Tired. Uh, and before we got into the actual daily challenge itself, Connor and Brittany had to, you know, choose these new pairs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, and this is part of the reason that I <laughs> didn't love this. I would have liked this under under different circumstances, but we knew what the plan was. It was. And it was honestly very simple for them. It wasn't a lot of hard decisions. They paired up Ryan and Sugar and Emily and Grant. And the hope was one of these two pairs will come in last place. One of the pairs uh, from the Batchy crew and these other assorted teams would win and then put whichever team didn't come in last place out of Ryan and Sugar and Emily and Grant, whichever one didn't come in last place, they would be picked to then go into elimination to face them. Um, So that was the plan. Uh, And yeah, so let's get into getting tired. So, as we know from uh, Challenge USA, the pairs would have to jump into the water, swim across, climb up a small little cliff. Uh, and then once they got there, they'd have to collect, uh, tokens and tires and the tokens were all only worth one point, but the tires were worth, uh, different, you know, point totals depending on the task that you had to complete to collect them. The harder the task, the more points it was worth. Um, so I have to say right off the bat in this competition, I'm sure you guys saw it. Emily is an absolute beast. And if this competition was about swimming, Emily would have blown everybody out of the water and I mean, won this she competition is a, immediately. A
2: Literal Olympic swimmer, so. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Did you be. see? Yeah, did you see how far ahead she was of everybody else? I mean, my God, it was not it was not even close. Um, but of course, this was not only a swimming competition; there was a lot more to it. So, uh, the other person of note that I saw this was Kiki having some real trouble. Immediately, her back seized up. She could not make it through the water herself. Uh, and Kieran had to pretty much like drag her the rest of the way to the side, you know, to the cliff and get her up there. Um, and there was a lot of pu- different puzzles here. And these were different than the Challenge USA puzzles that we saw. Mm hmm. Um, there was a number puzzle, which was very similar, I think identical to the puzzle that uh, we, yeah. we talked about in Challenge 38, uh, when uh, in Deep Web, in that elimination yeah. that Amber, Chauncey, Durrell, and Veronica competed in. That was the number puzzle. There was also a basketball task, a break a vase task, it was called, a peg tower task, a sun cube puzzle, a pyramid puzzle, and a blacklight puzzle. There might have been one or two more, but those are the ones that I saw and took note of. So a lot of different puzzles... Because I remember,
2: if if memory serves, this is the one during Challenge USA that, like, Angela was stuck at that slide puzzle forever. Yeah,
0: exactly. That was the one in my mind, too, the slide Mm -hmm. puzzle that Angela was stuck on for, like, two hours. (laughs) Didn't move on to anything else. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, And here, you really saw, the, you know, how deep the divide was and how overwhelmed and outmatched the Ryan, Sugar, Emily, and Grant side of the house was. Because Brooke J., at this point, said it's basically the entire house versus Ryan, Grant, Sugar, and Emily, and Brooke J is not even part of that batchy alliance, by the way. Um, mm. So everybody's running around tallying up their points, getting their tokens and their tires. Uh, Sugar and Ryan, two of the you know the biggest targets in the house, they had started with a puzzle at one point, the number puzzle. They spent so much time on it and eventually just gave up, which meant that for probably almost an hour of this competition, they didn't get any points uh, at all. Well, everyone in the house was, was, you know, was piling up points. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brooke J. at one point still made a comment that like she was pissed that Grant made that comment about, uh, you know, Brooke B. and how he wanted a different partner that was up to his standards. Uh, And at that point, she started laughing because she noticed that actually Emily and Grant had no points. (laughs) Um, But what did you think of this challenge? Did you like it? Is anything stand out to you?
2: I mean, nothing crazy stood out. I I do enjoy this challenge just because I think it's fun to like watch people scramble. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't think, I don't recall anything noteworthy that we haven't already said. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, well, cool. Troy and Brooke J end up winning. They took it home, which was interesting to me because we, I've been talking about Troy a lot, kind of being in the middle. Brooke J is not a part of the Batchy Alliance, but they're also not on the side of. Sugar, Ryan, Emily, and Grant. Um, so Troy and Brooke J win it. Grant and Emily, they came in last place. Uh, so they go straight to elimination. So the Batchy crew didn't get exactly what they wanted because they wanted a Batchy cr- you know, crew alliance duo to be the winners. Uh, but it still was a good uh, situation for them because Emily and Grant were going straight to elimination. And that was one of the duos that the Batchy crew wanted to see going going in there. So uh you know, it was a, it, that was a big win for them. Um, yeah, uh, they got back to the house. Grant and Emily met with Brooke J and Troy, uh, and Brooke jo- uh, Brooke J said that she wanted to put Ryan and Sugar in. That was something that uh, she said pretty much right off the bat, just making it known. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Brooke J gang, rise up! That's right, Matt. <laughs> That's right, Brooke J, Survivor. Hell yeah, Survivor Australia. Um, now Grant and Emily they. it it was interesting to me because I thought that they actually had like a decent pitch. Um, They tried to convince Troy and Brooke J to put Kiki and Kieran in. And the reason was because not only was Kiki, you know, she was having a bad back. She was, you know, definitely struggling a little bit, but they were both batchy crew members. And, you know, at some point you have to take a shot at this and try to weaken this alliance. You know, you know, It's the the whole thing is weird to me. I just, you know, Troy said, you know, at one point he made a comment, like he could take a shot at the bachelor Alliance, but he feels like if he puts Ryan and sugar in that the batchy crew will kind of look out for him, but I don't see how this makes sense for him because like the batchy crew is so tight that like, if you don't break them up, like they're just going to dominate. And even if you do them this one solid right now, like Troy's going to be at the bottom of that Alliance. Like, why wouldn't you? Right. Like, what did you think of this? Any thoughts, Gina?
2: No, I, I do. I think it's stupid. And like, it, it just goes along with, you know, this to me feels very big brothery. Like the one dominant power alliance that always just like picks off the outliers. You have to make the move where you can. If you were in a position of power where you have an opportunity, you have to take it. Otherwise these people are going to steamroll right over you. I don't Really understand the mindset, like you were just saying, of people thinking that they're going to be roped into this mega alliance. No, you're going to be the first person they take it. Even if they do rope you in, you're the first person they take out. Once they only get into the alliance, right, you right, know?
0: right. Like, let's say you take out Emily and Grant in this elimination. There's only like one more elimination, or if you take out Emily and Grant or Ryan and Sugar, there's only one more elimination where you are going to be working with this batchy crew, yeah, and then you're at the bottom, yeah. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, very interesting. But I mean, what it turned out to be was that Brooke J. And you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Brooke J. Definitely played some influence in this because she clearly was not happy with Grant. Um, wanted to put in, uh, you know, Ryan and Sugar, and uh, you know, I think that she probably had a big influence on on the decision here. Uh, and they chose to put in Ryan and Sugar. That was the official pick, uh, and we got to our elimination. Which was called balls in which we've seen uh this is this is one of my favorite eliminations honestly uh on the challenge we saw it in usa we've seen it on many other seasons um so in this elimination one person plays offense one plays defense Uh, if someone scores or the ball is dead the round is over so we would first have uh ryan and grant they would go first for three rounds and then Emily and sugar would go for three rounds. If there wasn't a clear winner after those, uh, after those matchups, they would go to sudden death, which would be decided by a coin flip to decide if Ryan and grant would compete or if sugar and Emily would compete. Um, and this was a great battle specifically between Emily and sugar. Um, yeah, this was awesome to watch. Uh, you know, grant, he beat Ryan in round one. Um, but then we really got to the main event. I mean, this match between Sugar and Emily was incredible. It
2: was crazy.
0: Yeah. That no, was so good. Um and I I did note, you know, Ryan actually at one point said that he had a bad shoulder and kind of had mm-hmm. some troubles with uh, you know, his dislocated shoulder. Uh and Grant was kind of mm-hmm. really I don't even necessarily want to say dominating him because like Ryan didn't get blown out, but Grant sure. was the clear, yeah, he was clearly you know, kind of controlling this, but the matchup between Emily and Sugar was fantastic. I this had was absolutely
2: no idea where this was going to go.
0: Right. I think Sugar ended up uh, getting one point mm-hmm. to Emily's zero. Right. So Grant uh, beat Ryan in round one. Uh, Sugar beat Emily in round two, which of course meant that we were going to a sudden death. And I have to tell you, Emily is a beast. But they went to this coin flip for sudden death. Uh, it ended up being Ryan and Grant chosen to go to sudden death to decide this thing. That coin flip decided everything as far I'm, as I'm
2: concerned. Yep,
0: 100%. Right? Because uh, yeah. if it went the other way and it was Emily and Sugar, Ryan and Sugar would still be in there. But instead, the coin flip went the other way, which meant that Grant and Ryan would have to have to battle it out. Uh, and Grant beat him. Grant got the point. Um, man, this was one of my favorite eliminations, uh, of this whole season. It was a really really good one.
2: Yeah. It was, Yeah, I I was glued to my screen watching this one.
0: Yeah. But it's funny because, uh, we got to the end of last episode, right? Episode five, where nobody went home, but Ryan and sugar technically lost Mm -hmm. the elimination. And here we are at the end of episode six and who's going home,
2: Mm -hmm. Ryan
0: and sugar. So you actually did not need. (laughs) Right.
2: Which was fine for me because that meant I didn't have to rewrite my list, but boring. Right,
0: <laughs> right. it ended the way it should.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, the people that should have gone home that were already technically eliminated, they ended up being eliminated again. So, um, yeah, you know, I I, I got to tell you, Ryan, he was okay. I could I could leave him or or take him, but uh, I'm sad to see Sugar go. I really like mm. Sugar. She was a beast. Um. Yeah, but now we got our, our usual algorithm. We went back to that. Um, the only two pairs that I you know really took note of that that the algorithm gave us were Marley and Emily, Marley being pissed because now he's stuck with this person Emily, who's one of the biggest targets in the house. So mm-hmm. if they go after her next week. You know he's a, he's a long so he could be a victim of that. And then uh, Grant and Brooke J. Brooke J. super pissed at Grant for making that comment about Brooke B. Yeah. Clearly working with the side of the house that she's not on. And now they're, uh, you know, they're paired up. So that to me is interesting. And, you know, when you have these pairs, it's great because uh, you might just be a victim of who you're, you're partnered with. Yeah. Right. It's like, I'm not a target, but my partner is. Right. So right. those are the two pairs that I made note of to, um, you know, to look out for next uh, next episode next week. Um so any other thoughts about this episode before I go to the next on, and then we we wrap this thing up.
2: I don't believe so.
0: Got nothing else.
2: <laughs>
0: All right. Um, I think the challenge looks very cool that we're about to see. It looks like they're in another like big moving vehicle. I feel bad for Kiki. She was getting kind of thrown around. We know her back is already in rough mm-hmm. shape, and oh, it looks like oh. uh she's she's gonna take some hits here. Her partner, who's her, I forget who her partner is for next uh, episode, but I don't her partner, her partner made a comment like, it looks like Kiki's body is going to fall apart any second. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with her. Um, and then it looks like, if you remember in the beginning of the season, Kieran had that uh, hookup with Audrey. They got into the shower oh, together. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That caused some controversy. It looks like Kieran is going to have some kind of phone call home in the next yes. episode or two. Yeah. Um, Ooh. That he- and he may have may have to deal with the consequences Yikes. of this hookup that he had with Audrey, who's not even in there anymore. So, mm-hmm. right. woof. Yeah, but that's all I've got uh, for these two episodes. You guys have anything else? That's all I got.
1: No, <laughs> nothing else.
0: Could nothing else. All right. Well. It's been very fun to go down under again with our Australian friends If anybody else from the U.S. has been watching. Thank you very much. Uh, hope you guys watch, listen, uh, like, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. If you want to find us on the socials, you can do so at StratchatPod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, or, you know, head over to our website, uh, website, too. It's www.stratchatpod.com. All right. We'll be back next Monday night. We'll be talking Survivor, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the U.S. So that'll be Tuesday afternoon for our Australian friends. Uh, And then, of course, we'll be back next Thursday, uh, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, talking the Challenge Australia. Again, for our our, our Australian friends, that's Friday afternoon. So uh, we will see you soon. Thanks for tuning in and have a great, uh, great night, great afternoon, great weekend. So long.